Hey, Kevin. Hey, Taylor. Guess what? What? We're going to be doing a virtual live show again. Do I have to wear pants? Nope. Thank God I hate wearing pants. It's been hot. October 15th, we are going to be doing a virtual live show talking about the movie Super Troopers with our good friend Max Zaleski of Without a Cause Wrestling. He's not our height twin. He is definitely not our height twin. He is a great guy, though. So you're going to want to check this out. Head to cultofsplat.com slash events or moment.co slash cultofsplat to get your tickets and uh, join us. It's only five bucks. What else are you going to do on a Saturday night? Kevin, you're married. I am. You ever get in trouble with your wife and have to buy her flowers? More than I'd like to admit. Let me tell you a little secret. Next time, try getting her an edible arrangement. What's that? Well, it's better than flowers because you can eat it. Like, I know there are some flowers you can eat, but they're not very good. Not like an edible arrangement. This is fresh fruit covered in milk chocolate or dark chocolate. There's also cookies or brownies and every kind of delectable dessert that you can think of. My wife loves all those things. And just to entice you a little more, you can get $10 off an order of $59 or more by going to cultofsplat.com slash edible and using the code A-F-F-L-G-E-N-1-0. I know that's kind of a weird one, so I'll repeat it. A-F-F-L-G-E-N-1-0. And that'll get you $10 off any order of $59 or more at Edible Arrangements. I should probably pre-order because I'm going to get in trouble in a matter of minutes. time of day it is when you're listening to this welcome back to cult of splat my name is taylor bartle i am joined once again by my co-host mr kevin nesgoda yo um you know taylor i said you were invited but your friend couldn't come so what's up (laughs) i see what you did there because we have a very special guest on the podcast uh our first two-time guest you may you you could say we thought him out (laughs) Quiet, I haven't introduced you yet. (laughs) He's almost an all-star, an all-star guest. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Tony G, a.k.a. Skeletoni. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks. It's nice to be here in my house. (laughs) I was like, that doesn't look like Taylor's house. (laughs) Plus, there was a baby running around. I know he doesn't have one of those. Right. Not yet. Not ever. (laughs) so what's what's new with you gentlemen Uh, awkward silence awesome yeah it's hot down here it's it's not cool here but it's not as hot it's well i mean it's like i am no longer sweating my asshole out well sure but i also have an air-conditioned house well that's that's nice (laughs) uh my wife says it's like my wife my wife says it's like 85 degrees outside so ooh, it's not cool it's like 90 something here kevin you don't have ac no we have ac oh okay he lives in california because i was gonna say the way he he said you know that sounds nice when you said you have ac i was it made it sound like he didn't no it's just like nice for people in the northwest to have ac oh yeah 
Yeah. Well, after last summer, we had to do it. Like, oh yeah, climate change and everything. Sure. Yeah. Oh, don't start that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) The sun is hot. The earth is cold. I think the jury's still out on science. It'll be snowing in December, and you'll be begging for (laughs) global warming. That's right. (laughs) When it's twenty-five degrees, you want it to be eighty-five. Well, yeah, that's why I live in California, so it doesn't get to twenty-five degrees. The only people in California who don't have AC are people like who live in shitty apartments in the valley. That's true, (laughs) and there are a lot of shitty apartments in the valley. There are a lot of shitty apartments. And that's where our movie takes place. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, the, the valley and snow in December and ice and things of that nature. Today we are talking about the 1992 comedy Encino Man or California Man for our friends outside the U.S. <laughs> that is so weird. I have to assume it's because people not in the U.S. don't know where Encino is. That's what I would think, yeah. I'd assume most people in the U.S. don't know where Encino is. So. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I'll be fully honest with you. If it wasn't for this movie, I probably wouldn't know where Encino was. Yeah. <laughs> Encino is where rich people live. Yes. It's in the good part of the valley. It's right. on the west side of the 101. Right. So Rotten Tomato score for this movie. You ready for this? Hit F- me. 15%. Ouch. Damn. Uh, better, than your, better than your last pick, though, Tony. What was my last one? Slackers, which I think was 8%. <laughs> right, okay. I, yeah. I couldn't remember the percentage. Uh, audience score, 56%. That's a good, that's a markedly improved uh, number. I would, not as high as I would have thought, though. Yeah, no. still pretty low for a Brandon Fraser vehicle. Vehicle, sure. <laughs> what, Polly Shore, he was so hot right then. By the way, Brandon Fraser now two times on the show, on the verge of all-star status. Ooh. And Robin Tony, and who? Robin Tony, and Robin Tony. Yeah, yeah. She was in Empire Records. Uh, Kevin, I don't know if you're interested in doing the craft, but that could possibly make her an all star. Yeah, we could do that. I'm, I'm fine with uh, you know, waiting the system here. Little Feruza Balk action. <laughs> yeah, just picking and choosing your all star. I mean, we kind of are because we're like at this point we've got multiple people on two movies, so we're just like, who do we want to be the first all star? <laughs> yeah, we're totally curating this list. Yeah, I, do you have an all star yet? Not yet. Oh, Not I yet. thought you did. But I thought you had like a, a couple of them. We already know who our first three are going to be. Yes. Oh. So critics consensus on this says Encino Man isn't the first unabashedly silly comedy to embrace its stupidity and amass a cult following. But whether or not it works for you will largely be determined by your tolerance for Polly Shore. Man, that's harsh. <laughs> Damn. I, I appreciate that last line. Though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think Polly Shore is at his most tolerable in his in this one. It progressively gets worse through like uh, in the Army Now, Son in Law, and uh, that well, one look, Jerry Duty movie. This is like his first big movie, I think. It I think is up to this point. He was just doing like stand up and MTV. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, and MTV. I forgot about that. There was was it just called the Polly Shore Show. <laughs> I think I so. Polly Show. Show. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, show. So this is written by George Zaloom, which is a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Zaloom, Zaloom, Zaloom. Um, to his credit, he has a bunch of no score yet movies. Uh, and then he has this and the 100% Hearts of Darkness. Nice. Hearts of Darkness. I know that. 
It's a documentary about the making of uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh, yes. right. <laughs> so I've never seen it, but yeah, I, mean, I know of it. This guy has two rated credits, Encino Man and Hearts of Darkness, 15% and 100%. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's quite the gap. Uh, directed by Les Mayfield, who did this, American Outlaws, Flubber, oh, Blue God. Streak, the remake of Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. and Hearts of Darkness. <laughs> So they're a winning team. Apparently. <laughs> IMDB synopsis. When they find a frozen caveman in their backyard, two high school outcasts thaw him and introduce him to modern life while he in turn gets them to actually enjoy life. That's pretty spot on. Not bad. No, it's close. We're going to maybe ignore the science in this film. Uh, we should definitely lack, ignore the science. Lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, Tony, IMDB sometimes will be completely wrong <laughs> sometimes it will be right but be so bare bones that it couldn't be wrong <laughs> it's just like brendan Fraser stars like well yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i but know else? that <laughs> yeah i could scroll down and see that like, <laughs> brendan Fraser in a supernatural thriller <laughs> in a world <laughs> far far away <laughs> All right, gentlemen, shall we dive in? I think we should dive in because, you know, we this takes place kind of in a pool. Part of it does take place in something resembling a pool. Yeah. And pools are great for holding water. That's <laughs> true. You make an interesting point. You know, it's funny, uh, the way this, the way they're, they're, where the house is, it's up on a hill, as most houses in Encino are. Um and it reminded me because he's digging this pool, and it reminds me so much of this house I lived in down in down in the OC. Don't call it that. <laughs> Ew. I'm sorry um, you lived there. I fuck. I loved it there. I mean, this the city I lived in, I it was San Juan Capistrano, it wasn't oh, okay. like That's San Diego or town. anything like yeah. that. Um, but uh, where the there women were... instinctively flock with the salmon of San Juan Capistrano. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> But uh, there were in my where, I, like probably about a year before we moved into our house, there had been a pool, uh, a house with a pool up on on the hill behind our neighborhood, that had sprung a leak, and the oh, no. entire pool just like it, it basically collapsed, and the entire pool of water rushed down the hill and just completely decimated that not only this hillside but two houses oh on our god. street oh my god <laughs> by the time we moved in one had already been completely demolished so there's just this big open lot but the other one it, it looked like an, a, a weird creepy abandoned house it was the weirdest thing because it, it was this was not like a low-income area we were we were renting our house so we were kind of out of place there um <laughs> But it was so weird to have this creepy abandoned house on the street of otherwise, you know, you know, nice houses. <laughs> anyway, that was just a little aside. Sorry. Was it? Did it happen to be the last house on the left by chance? No, it was actually like the the fifth house in the middle. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> Not the middle, like literally in the middle of the street. It was five houses down from the end of the street. Okay. I was like, was it in the median? <laughs> <laughs> There's a median and some random cul-de-sac. <laughs> Just built in a giant roundabout. <laughs> like Baba Yaga's house or something. 
Okay, back to the movie. Uh, we open up <laughs> in the Ice Age. We see caveman Brandon Frazier and his cave wife. You know they're cavemen. Because, because they live in a cave. In cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing outside because it must be December. <laughs> and so Brandon Frazier is building a fire in the cave when all of a sudden there's an earthquake and the cave collapses. Cut to 1992. Good old days. Good old days. <laughs> we see uh, Mikey himself, Sean Astin, uh, Samwise. <laughs> like that would be most people's go-to. <laughs> I just went, recently did a whole thing where I went to Astoria and did the whole Goonies tour. So we did that. It's pretty cool. Uh, Sean Astin wakes up to an earthquake because you know it's the valley. It's it's just earthquakes all the time. Yeah, all that's the time. what this movie. The people make you think there are like four earthquakes a day in Encino, <laughs> and they're just like. <laughs> They're just so commonplace that people in California are just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, they're just like, oh, another earthquake. Hang <laughs> on. All right, write it out. Yeah, we st- haven't had one in a few years. Like a decent-sized one. Yeah, I mean, you get tremors, you know, probably yeah. at least once a year. But, uh, yeah, big ones, like um, the fucking one happened in what's it, Northridge. Like in Northridge, yeah. It was like 91, 92. And I think that's probably what inspired this probably, thing. Yeah. yeah. It was the Northridge. Yeah. That was scary. Man, Kevin, you're not originally from down there, are you? No, but I remember watching it on the news, and it was scary as fuck. I was yeah. like, holy shit. I was like, yeah. good thing Washington never gets earthquakes. <laughs> um, I was stupid. That Northridge quake was – I was. I mean, I was just a kid. I was probably about six, seven years old. Um, and middle of the night, my dad just comes <laughs> running into our bedroom screaming, get in the doorway, get in the doorway. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Bart, you want to see my new chains on hockey mask? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I know this isn't your format, so I keep keep throwing you off here. Uh, we see Sean Aston digging a pool, digging his own pool in in his own backyard, which With I don't a single shovel. Good yeah, which God. I don't think is up to code. No, oh, no, I don't think you can just dig a hole and fill the water and go. It's a pool. <laughs> no, that would not cut it in uh, Los Angeles. Now, yeah, inspectors would have something to say about that. Yeah. A few things and some paper to hand you. <laughs> right. His friend Stoney shows up, played by none other than Polly Shore. Uh, his sister comes into the backyard just to insult him and call him a disease and tell him he's not going to the prom. <laughs> oh, little sisters. <laughs> oh, they're all like that. It's true. And Polly is just like, you know, she's right. We're not going to the prom because we're losers. Le- buddy. <laughs> But Ashley Shore adding extra vowel or extra <laughs> syllables since 1988 <laughs> and random pauses. <laughs> we, I mean, this is kind of pulling the, the veil back here. But me and Kevin realized that Polly Shore is not only going to be a cult of splat all star, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> what, what's the five? <laughs> five. Count them five. Nice. Can, can you guess them all? Uh, let's see. This jury duty. Son-in-law? No, not jury duty. Not jury duty. Not jury That one. No, that one's too bad. <laughs> That's the worst one. Huh? Uh, you draw in, a line somewhere. Son-in-law, yes. Uh, in the army now. Yep. Biodome. Yep. Yep. Um, you know this. It's the Leaning Tower of Jesus. Oh, goofy movies, rotten. <laughs> yep. Fuck off. I think that's what Taylor said too. <laughs> God damn it. 
Um, people. Okay. So Sean Aston says that the reason he's digging this pool is because he wants to be, have this epic pool party after prom because he wants to be remembered. He wants his own page in the yearbook. And Polly says, well, why don't you just jump off the gym, splatter on the street and go for the cup, cup fair. <laughs> um, but he, he tells him, look, man, like Robin Sweeney is not going to go to the prom with you because she finds you crusty. <laughs> Which, there's Polly Shore's vocab in this movie is like seven words that he just takes to mean different things. <laughs> Every single point, time. Crusty is a good thing. But at this point, crusty is a bad thing. I don't know. Same with greasy. He's like, oh, he's greasy, yeah. like gross. But then it's like, when a girl's hot later, oh, she's totally greasy. And like, right, bro, make up your mind. Um, you know, I was a child when this movie came out, so I think we all were. Well, sure, yeah. It, like, I don't rec- and I lived in California, so I don't, I don't recall these, uh, being like terms, slang, yeah. slang terms. Uh, I mean, that's not to say they weren't. I just really don't remember no i think this is just polly i remember people dressing like polly shore yeah polly is the next day they're going to school they're driving their moped down the quad i guess i don't know is that a quad yeah i mean they shot this at a junior college in somar i was gonna say do high schools have quads i feel like quads is a college thing but uh i mean kind of i guess we'll just call it a quad i don't know what else to call it yeah but He's driving his moped through the quad and he's wearing this like pink fishnet shirt over a white tank top. And he's got a pink headband on. Like, <laughs> like bell bottoms. Yeah. And we, we see Robin Sweeney, this girl that um, Aston is in love with. Megan Ward. Oh, she's oh, very attractive. So hot. Want to touch the hiney. Remember this and fucking PCU. Oh my God. Yes. God, she was so fine. <laughs> but she's still we, working too. I was she? shocked. Yeah, she's like a bunch of TV shows, and she had like a 13 year run on uh, General Hospital. Oh, good for her. Yeah, that's what I said. Good for her. <laughs> but we also see her boyfriend Matt, who is Dom DeLuise's kid. I just found out earlier today. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's like his youngest son. Yeah, brother of Peter DeLuise of 21 Jump Street fame. Oh, I thought he was also the same 21 guy. Jump Street. Oh, okay. okay. Now I'm he was in 21 Jump Street? Yeah, he was in a couple episodes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Officer Doug Penhall. All right. <laughs> you don't know 21 Jump Street? Not really. I know the movie. God damn it. Well, he was in that too. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> All right. So that at, at school, they're... I don't know if this is like an anthropology class or what, but they're studying cavemen. They're studying uh, Cro-Magnon man. And their teacher, who is this guy from like all the Adam Sandler movies. Uh, he's talking about, you know, glaciers and the ice age and all that stuff. And he says, some people still believe that there are underground glaciers in this very part of the country still today. But what do mm-hmm. I think that is kids? Lame. Lame. Yeah, that's right bogus and i completely agree <laughs> you know like especially that close to the surface yes we're not there yet <laughs> okay <laughs> hold off um this next there's this um, it's not a scene but it's just like a short little thing where aston is staring at robin and this this has become a meme and it's i i laughed my ass off just watching it uh yesterday 
where he's looking at her and she smiles at him and then Matt just like moves into frame and just shakes his head. <laughs> I, I always love that. It's so good. It's like it's like as if his pr- his uh, field of view is a camera. Yeah. As if right. he doesn't have like peripheral vision vision. So he just like pops into frame. <laughs> <laughs> just got, it was like a perfect head. slide. <laughs> I, I love to do that occasionally if you know the situation calls for it. Sure, yeah. Somebody's hitting on your girl. Yeah, which never happens. <laughs> so yeah, the guy pulls down this one of those things that you pull down. They, map? They, they, no, it's not a map because it's just it's a picture. It's a picture of the caveman, but it's like the same same. Yeah, gimmick. it's a pull down caveman map. Map, yeah. <laughs> cave cave map, the but cave not map. of caves. Yeah, it's of a man. It's mapping. <laughs> it's, him. it's like a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> People, oh, teaching aid. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. A, a roll up teaching aid. Let's call it that. Sure. He pulls one of those down. It's got a, a Cro Magnon man and Robin Tunney, not to be confused with Robin Sweeney. Why did they do that? To fuck with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah to fuck with you 30 years later. <laughs> Robin <laughs> Tunney, who plays Ella, is like, oh man, he's hot. Ella, Ella, Ella. Hey. Play the hey. song. That's, a, that's what the song's about. Robin yeah. Tunney? <laughs> it talks about Robin Tunney's character in Encino Man. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> then why did she say umbrella before? <laughs> I don't know. Ask her. I didn't write yeah. the fucking thing. He didn't write it. Duh. <laughs> uh, uh, is this the next day? I think it's the next day. There's another earthquake. And this like bowl gets unearthed in Aston's pool and Polly says it's a whatever bowl from the whatever Manchurian bowl. Mysterian bowl. Mysterian. It's Manchurian. Manchurian. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he finds it before the earthquake and then there's an earthquake and Polly he does like the Whoa! <laughs> it's like a pratfall sends the bowl flying Sean Aston like jumps off the wheelbarrow and makes a diving catch. A geek and then, could not have done that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was pretty athletic for. Yeah, that was way too athletic for Rudy. Doesn't do sports for Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but when he crashes to the ground, he notices this chunk of ice. Like and this is what Tony was saying earlier. Like five feet deep. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. the f- The frost line in California is at least five feet. <laughs> Probably in Southern California, I'd say it's probably lower. So the fact that a giant chunk of ice could exist about five or six feet underground is outrageous. (laughs) And when the teacher said that people still believe there are underground glaciers in this part of the country, I don't think he meant five or six feet. No, no. that's had to be like hundreds of feet, thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And if something is from a prehistoric age, it would have to be like, 10, 20 feet underground, <laughs> even in a place where it could exist. <laughs> right. Yeah. Five, six feet underground, you dig down. Yeah, it's going to be cooler. But if it's 100 degrees, that dirt's still going to be like 70. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. It's going to be warm enough to melt ice. <laughs> but he notices that there's a man in it. And he's like, maybe it's Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> says, maybe it's Jimmy Mahoney. He was this kid I knew in Cub Scouts. <laughs> 
Like, why would it be him? <laughs> because Sean Astin's dad, who is a former teen wolf, decided to <laughs> kidnap Jimmy Mahoney, put him in ice, and bury him in the backyard. <laughs> but Astin's like, oh, man, this is it. This is like our, our ticket to fame and notoriety, and everyone's going to know our names. And Paulie's just like, I don't care about any of that. You know, I'm just happy being me. And he's like, don't you need some fundage? <laughs> Some some older nugs with a nice mansion and a pool, and then oh, God, I don't he, I don't remember what the last thing was that finally Jeopardy, like all the Jeopardy you, you can watch. All the oh Jeopardy. yeah, <laughs> and and so Polly's like that was the clincher, <laughs> and then Aston quotes uh, Ted DiBiase and says everybody's got a price. <laughs> oh. So they dig up the ice chunk, put it in the garage, cover it with heat lamps. And uh, Sean Aston tells Polly not to tell anyone. <laughs> Polly's like, not even Steve Couser? <laughs> like, no one. Next day not at school. Steve Couser. Next day at school, Sean Aston immediately goes to Robin and tells her he found a caveman. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you piece of shit. Dude, fucking uh, Samwise is such a piece of shit in this. Like, like is. Dave He's is the most reprehensible character. Yeah. <laughs> But so Matt sees him talking to Robin, and so he staples him to the wall, and he's like, look, man, it's time for you to figure your shit out. Some of us pump, and some of us slump. You need to do more pumping. I'm like, is he hitting on him? <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to meet me later? You know, we don't have to tell anybody. It's cool. <laughs> do some pumping. Do some pumps. Hey, yo, they call me the pumper, and I'll be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Matt writes, eat me on Sean Austin's forehead. And then he pulls, pulls the fire alarm so that everyone comes out and sees him. Got him so hard. Like, I know he used a staple gun, but like Sean Aston's shirt must have been really strong to hold him up. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't shopping at Mervyn's or anything like that back in the day. So back in, one of those in the high class flannels. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Something Eddie Vedder would have worn. Do you remember guys wearing flannel shirts? Not just like the Seattle thing, but wearing flannel shirts and only doing up like the bottom two buttons. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did that. Was that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I did that with zip up hoodies too. I would just zip it up like a quarter of an inch and leave it there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I still do that. <laughs> I've always like, I've always, if I zip up hoodies at all, I always do it like halfway. That's that. I never zip it up all the way. And you wear nothing underneath, right? Right. Except a chain. It's like, it's like yeah. a duster. It's like a big ass chain. <laughs> With a big cross on it. Right. <laughs> so uh, in, in the block of ice, the, the block of ice melts enough that the, the man inside wakes up and it's Brendan Fraser. Now here's a science check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be so frostbitten. <laughs> Yeah, right? That his flesh would melt just like the ice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's still all dirty and crusty and greasy and, <sighs> and grinded or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the kids are saying. <laughs> but he gets up and he walks out into the yard and he steps on a rake and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know how Sasha Bob feels now. I don't even know who that is, but I know who he, how he feels. <laughs> he does kind of have the hair. He does. He totally has this I Show Bob hair. Clearly, that Simpsons episode was a reference to Encino Man. Naturally. <laughs> uh, the dog comes up and gives him some kisses. 
And then like the dog scratches himself. And so Brendan Fraser like copies the dog and scratches behind his ear. And like the dog tries to paw at him and they like go hand over hand. It's adorable. It's adorable. But you know, Treasure. I was thinking like rewatching this, like, you know, when I watched this as a kid, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Makes sense. But now I'm like, he probably would have eaten the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Right. But then he like he yells at a helicopter and he, he like drinks out of a puddle or like some runoff. It was oh, you don't cold. want to do that in California. That's no, gross. That's, that's icky doo doo water. That's definitely going to be somebody's like car wash soap. Right. Yeah. He attacks a garbage truck <laughs> with a shovel. LA don't give a fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> he attacks a garbage truck with a shovel. The garbage truck is making elephant noises. <laughs> He then goes back into the house and he steps on the remote, turns on the TV by accident. Terminator two is playing. So like he's trying to figure it out. And he like pushes a button and it goes to a music video by sacred Reich. Yeah. And, and he starts like head banging. <laughs> I think it's a headache. Switches it again to uh, some band called Yothu Yindi. I only know that because it popped up on my phone. Your phone just does that. Yeah. You have like Shazam or Kazam on there? Or whatever it's like, it's like Shazam, but it's, it's, it's just built in. It's like Kazam. Yeah, like I have the, the Shaq movie <laughs> built into my phone. It just plays at random times. I thought that was Sinbad. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean Astin runs in and he finds. Also, I want to. I love like the the iceberg melts. But then like when Brendan Fraser sits up, he's covered in like crushed ice. Right, right. Like they just took it out of a bar and just dumped it on him. <laughs> but Aston comes home and he finds the melted ice and Polly's like, Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'll buy some ho-hos. <laughs> they hear the oh. smoke alarm go off and they run in and they see Brennan Fraser starting a fire in Sean Aston's room. And they're trying to introduce themselves. Obviously he doesn't understand what's going on. Sean Aston's like, I'm, I'm Dave and this is Stoney. <laughs> Stoney's like, we hope you don't gnaw on our beaks, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Phone starts ringing. That freaks that freaks him out. He gets on the bed and he just starts jumping on the bed. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, this is fun. <laughs> and he starts to calm down. Then all of a sudden the dial tone goes off and that freaks him out all over until finally Stoney lights his bick and he's just like, ooh, fire. And so like he's, you know, enthralled by the fire and he he goes to do something and Sean Aston is like, no. He's like, no. He tries to light a fire that he's starting in the room. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. He tries to just, yeah. And Sean Aston tells him no. And he's like, no. And so they know that's his first word. He learned a word. Hey. The wrong word. <laughs> or the right word. No is a good word to know. That's true. You know, having watched this uh, after having a child, I have to wonder how much time Brendan Fraser spent around a toddler to get ready for this role <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Like, like the, the, uh, mannerisms are so on, like they're, they're exactly the kind of shit my son does all the time. <laughs> so is your son a caveman? He might be a caveman. You know? right. Yeah. That, that tracks. I mean, I saw where he came from, but you know, there's always that one little shadow of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> There could have been a switching situation at the hospital. Been. Like, yeah, I mean, they took him away for a little bit, so I don't know. Yeah. Took him away, gave him to I, the fairies. and then I didn't mark his hand, him. so. You should have. 
That way you didn't know you didn't know if he's a changeling or not. <laughs> but so Polly says they're gonna teach him how to wheeze, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give him asthma right away. We're gonna take him to you know the forests of California and start a wildfire. <laughs> But Aston says, you know, we, we got to teach her how to be normal. And Polly's like, no, we're going to go psycho with him, bro. <laughs> and so it's montage time. Montage. We give him a bubble bath, brush his teeth, cut his hair. Uh, all to the Let's tune just... of Too Sexy by Right Said Fred, of course. I like how they were putting chemical cleaners in the bathtub with him. <laughs> like, here's some Windex. Let's put that in here. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever makes bubbles. Yeah. And they give him like these little like mini soaps and he starts eating them. Plus he's drinking mouthwash. And aftershave. Sometimes yeah. you got to drink a little mouthwash. <laughs> Just to stave off the shakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just keep things straight. But they show him his reflection in the mirror. And of course that freaks him out because he's never seen a mirror before or himself probably. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> he's like trying to look at the other side of the mirror. And so they name him Link since he's the missing Link. Polly's not like, though. Polly's like, I was kind of thinking of Stony Junior <laughs> or Stony Two. No, he's definitely not the missing. Link. No, he, no, that's Sasquatch. His yeah, his stage in in evolution is definitely mapped. <laughs> yeah. But Sean Aston freaks him out by doing like the broken thumb trick, <laughs> and suddenly they hear a car in the driveway, and Polly's like, "Your parents." John Aston's like, "My parents," and Link goes, "Ah." <laughs> All those quick slide, like it's not really a smash cut because it's the same cut, but like it's like a slide cut, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't but know. It's not, but it's got to be a name for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know what it is. Smash slide. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> go have, with like, that. The, the whoosh that goes along with it too. Right. But Sean Aston introduces Link Brandon Fraser to his parents and says, "You know, this is this is Linkovich Chamofsky." Our foreign exchange student. You don't remember? We talked about this like back in June or whatever. And he just gaslights his parents. <laughs> <laughs> his dad just bias. like, oh, yeah, I think I do remember that. Well, who didn't gaslight their parents a little bit? <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> I love when he's like, um, he's like, mom, you don't remember? It's like when you didn't remember to pick me up that one time after soccer practice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like clearly something he's been hanging over her head for <laughs> yeah, years. But they say that he's from Estonia. Is Get Estonia it? even a country uh, then? Uh, I was it not? Probably. Why? If it didn't, how could they know the name of it? That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, the USSR had already collapsed, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was probably, it was probably one of the breakaway ones. Or yeah, definitely was. Oh yeah, Independence, August twentieth, nineteen ninety one. There you go. Also, it just become a country. Yeah, like good for them. <laughs> Way to go, Estonia. <laughs> Outside Link has the dog in a fireman's carry. <laughs> why is he attacking the dog? And why is he attacking the dog? So he's bonding. Did you say his dad's played by Richard Mazur? I mean, yeah. Kevin alluded to him being a teen wolf. <laughs> Wait, what? He's a dad in Teen Wolf, too, isn't he? No. No. He's a dad in something else. He's a dad in License to Drive. That's definitely not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> he was so fucking terrifying. I was scared to death of Richard Major for years when I fought License to Drive as a child. Probably because he reminded me so much of my own dad when he would become mean and terrifying. Ooh. Not that he... Not like that's, that came out bad. 
it's story time with Uncle Tony. Uh, God, I don't know what I'm thinking of. He was the in the thing. thing. That's not what I'm thinking of. My girl? Risky business? My girl. No, he didn't. I don't think he played a dad in Risky Business. I don't recall him ever playing a werewolf. Yeah, no, he's not the dad in Teen Wolf. Okay, that's my bad. Yeah, that is on you. Yeah, he just looks like you, the dad in Teen Wolf. A you hang your head in shame. My, yeah. All these 80s um, movies start running together eventually. Oh, I played Stanley in It. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, they go back up into Sean Aston's room. Link sees this picture of this w- woman wearing this, just enough of a top to cover her tits. Just enough. And As- uh, Link is just in- enthralled by it. And Aston is just like, uh, nice Betty, huh? And he's like, Betty. <laughs> and then they're like, Gonzaga's. I'm like, I'm sure that the University of Gonzaga really appreciates being, <laughs> being associated <laughs> with boobs. But Aston's like, tomorrow I'm going to take you somewhere very special. And Polly's like, Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, the original one. And Sean Aston's like, even better. And I'm like, no, high school is not better than Taco Bell. No. no. We left high school to go to Taco Bell. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so many things are not as good as Taco Bell. <laughs> Let's go through each and every one of them for the next six hours. I like hospitals. <laughs> Hey, dude, you like Taco Bell. <laughs> so the next day, they take him to school. Uh, Rose McGowan sighting here oh, yeah. very Ooh. briefly. Kevin and I decided that to to be considered for all-star status, the movie must be on your Rotten Tomatoes page because the Rotten Tomatoes pages are not complete. So Rose McGowan, this is still only made one appearance officially on Cult of Splash. And another guy coming up will also... Not having an official appearance yet, either. Right. But so they enroll him in school. Uh, Link spots Robin. He's They're standing up on like a balcony, and he noticed her down below. So he just parkours off the balcony. And Polly's like, how's your melon, bud? I'd be more worried about his knees and his lower back. He didn't land on his head. Yeah. He landed, landed in like a crouch, which... He should have landed in the Superman or, uh, superhero position. Well, that's terrible for your knees. Yeah, it's horrible, <laughs> especially for your shins. Completely impractical. But so Link grabs Ella, and he's like, Gonzaga's. <laughs> Betty, Betty Nugs. <laughs> and he like, gets right in her face. She thinks they're going to make out, but th- then they don't. Uh, Aston and Polly show up and pull her up, pull him off her. and sh- But she tells Robin that uh, she calls dibs. Because she thinks he's jive. Right. Yeah. Who the hell used to jive in 1992? How old was the writer of this movie when he wrote this? <laughs> yeah. I, jive feels more like 60s even. Yeah. Right. I mean, again, I was a child, so I can't say with absolute confidence, but I don't recall anyone ever using the word jive. Yeah. The only time I really heard it at this point in my life was an airplane. which you know a 10 year old should not have been watching (laughs) oh please i watched the i watched airplane plenty of times when i was 10 yeah me too i saw the first Friday of the 13th when i was like four or five so you know that a boy tony watched vamp when he was six nice (laughs) no no no, like three oh (laughs) but so in anthropology class uh, matt is not impressed with link link 
uh, I guess maybe this was before that, before they went to class. But regardless, Matt is not impressed with Link. Uh, Link dances with these like two hip hop guys. They just got a, I don't know if they have a radio in their locker or what. I don't know where the music was coming from. Yeah, their locker was open, but there was nothing inside it. I rewound it and watched it. There was nothing in there. Yeah, I don't know where the music was coming from. They're just like dancing and he comes up and starts just the magic of movies. Yeah. <laughs> it came from Steve Kuster. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is. It was the, uh, the janitor that they walked right by right before this. It was? Yeah. Wait, Steve Guzer is an actual person? Yeah, he was the janitor. How do you know that? Because Paulie Shore goes, hey, Steve Guzer. Oh, I completely missed that. I've watched this more times than I can count. I've never once caught that. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like mopping as they're like coming around the corner. And he's like, hey, Steve Guzer. And the guy like just like does like a quick head, you know, lift. Fuck? I'll be goddamn. I mean, of course, Stoney's buds with a fucking janitor. Yeah, yeah it makes total sense. But so they go to Spanish class and they learn, we see them learn two phrases. I don't know what else they learn, but they learn the cheese is old and moldy. Uh, el queso es viejo y podrido. And where is the bathroom? Donde esta la sanitario? That'll come yeah. into play later. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason I'm telling you this. Ella asks Link out on a date. Uh, Polly asks if him and him and Sean Aston can come too. Polly takes Link to the mini mart and he's asking, he's asking the two guys behind the counter. He's like, Hey, how long for the burrito? And one's like two minutes. And the guy's like, no, one minute. And they're like one and a half minutes. Minute. So he puts the burrito in for a minute and a half. And he starts telling Link all about the, the four basic food groups and Link's holding a banana. And he's like, Nope, not that. Yeah. Not one of these. <laughs> and they just, they're going down the candy aisle and he's like, we got our dairy group milk duds. Uh, our fruit group, sweet, sweet tarts. tarts. Oh yeah, lived off those in high school. Uh, the vegetable group, which I'm not sure what it was, but the box said chili picante. I think it was corn nuts. I think he said corn nuts. Oh okay. And then you hear the ding, and he's like meat group. <laughs> and so they he opens the burrito, splits it in half, takes a bite. He's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, hot on the outside, icicle in the middle. And then you hear one of the guys from the off camera go, two minutes. Minute. <laughs> <laughs> then they go up to the icy machine. Polly starts, you know, he just puts his head under it. And the guy starts, starts yelling at him. Polly's like, we're going to go hit the mountain and we need to wheeze the juice. And he's like, no, no, no wheezing the juice. <laughs> <laughs> wheeze the juice. Wheeze the juice. <laughs> wheeze the juice. Here's a story. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, um, my brother and I, we had a couple um, of, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation action figures. And they came with, you know, like a, a lot of action figures, they come with like a little stand that you kind of plug into the bottom of their foot so it keeps them steady for, sure. for yeah. like display. Um, they came with like a little, little com badge replica to, to stick them on. And <laughs> we'd be playing, and I had this wharf figure. <laughs> and like, he would be like the hero that would save the day for whatever reason. And he would just come flying in <laughs> on his combat as, as they did in the show. Yeah. And yeah. his battle cry was wheeze the juice. <laughs> <laughs> wheeze the juice. No, wheeze the juice. Uh, to be seven years old again. <laughs> 
Link gets a brain freeze and the guy kicks him out of the store. He Link like sticks his head back in, puts on a pair of sunglasses. He's like, I'll be back. Did you recognize one of these guys at 7-Eleven was a uh, um, guy from uh, fucking the well, a lot of a lot of Kevin Smith movies, but um, or no, uh, God damn it. 40 year virgin. It's not about asshole pleasures. It was that guy. Yeah. His real name is Jerry Bednob. <laughs> That's quite the name. Yeah. But the other guy was in um was the doctor in um The Mummy was Mummy. Uh, yeah. 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 Eric Avari. Not about an alligator fuckhouse. <laughs> no. It's not about Rusty Trumbo. <laughs> but so they go to Mega Mountain. They ride the roller coaster. They like pick on this poor panda mascot. <laughs> Guys, don't go to Mega Mountain. No. AKA Magic Mountain. It's not a good place. It isn't. No. Remember when we went to California and the Aquabats were playing at Magic Mountain while we were there and we were so mad that we didn't know about it? Yep. But also it's like driving to Valencia is not a a great experience. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Polly photobombs these babes and then they like go on the the river raft ride with the babes. Uh, The bibs. Bibs. Kevin, remember when we went on Grizzly River Run at Disneyland? I do, and you got so wet. We, got, we, we both got really wet, but I got especially fucking yeah. wet. Um, yeah, I was I was like, whatever you do, sit on the inside, like sit in the middle. And so we get on and we sit in the middle, and the guy's like, You need to scoot over. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch! God, God damn it. <laughs> We're uh, going to Knott's Berry Farm as a kid. They have um, big river rapids. It's basically the same thing. Um, and I'd go on it with my brother. And, you know, my brother, he, he was sick, so he's always very small. Um, and my wife, my wife, my, my mom. Wife. <laughs> I didn't realize you were married at such a young age. Only Dr. Freud. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my mom would, like, be so worried about him going on that ride because, like, he would always, <laughs> he was always the one that got wet. <laughs> And so he just like sitting there, like shivering, like a little chihuahua for the rest of the day. And my mom oh, no. was so panicked. <laughs> Why didn't you give him a poncho or something? <sighs> it didn't exist in the eighties. You met my dad. We don't spend money on extras. <laughs> Put a garbage bag around him. <laughs> um, anyway. anyway, that night, or they go back to Sean Aston's house. Sean Aston is sitting in the driveway, and he like freaks out, like, "Where the hell were you guys?" And they're like, "Oh, we, we went to Magic Mountain." And um, Link is like. Check out the fresh nugs. Where's the juice? Ow, buddy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, great. You got him talking like, you know. He's very impressionable. Yeah. He's, he's like a sponge. Like, like a toddler. Yeah. yeah. I just wish my toddler took orders as well as Link does. Yeah, really. Freeze him. So they're having, they're having dinner. That, freeze him. Freeze him. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> That'll learn him. Give him a few millennia to think about things. Yeah. Where's mom and dad? They've been dead for a thousand years. <laughs> so they're having dinner and Aston's dad asks Stoney, so Stanley, how's your mother? And he goes, oh, she's really bummed. Can you pass the peas? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> go back to that thing. Why, why is she bummed? It's because you don't ever go to her house. I guess, but he says if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happen in my pad, I'd grind over there. Yeah, I always just assumed it was like him and his mom in like a really shitty apartment. <laughs> I'm yeah, it could be. 
But Link starts like tracking a fly. Well, so, I imagine Stony probably doesn't live in Encino. He probably lives in like Modesto or something. <laughs> Winneka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I don't know what these towns are. Uh, Link tracks a fly while, while Polly Shore is like, shoo fly, don't bother me. And he finally like catches it in his hand and he just shoves it in his mouth. And Polly's like, meat group. <laughs> the dad wanted to vomit at this point. <laughs> no, not yet. Meanwhile, the dog is eating out of the the Manchurian bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and Link like gets on the ground and starts eating the dog food. As you do. As one does. Yeah. You know, those Estonians are weird. <laughs> Don't make fun of other people's cultures. <laughs> My bad. Is, <laughs> I guess it's that isn't that night they go to Blades? I think so, yeah. After dinner, they go to they go so, to, the, to Blades, which is like the cool kid hangout that they were never allowed at before. It's a skating rink. Yeah, they act like it's like this is like mecca of cool, and it's like it's a skating rink, yeah. Yeah, ice really skating sh- rink, not even yeah. like a roller rink, because you know roller rinks are cooler. It's a really shading skating rink. While as an adult in his thirties, every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, it might be cool to go to the roller rink, like the old, you know the good old days. But I have not been to a skating rink since I was in like sixth grade. I don't like to put things between me and the ground because they usually end up with me falling. I'm with Taylor on this. (laughs) Things like skateboards and rollerblades and ice skates and alpine slides. (laughs) Sure. Hula hoops. What? What? Nothing. Women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I usually don't put women between my feet and the ground. <laughs> Did you say feet? I Probably. What kind of part are you not watching? But speaking of skateboards, uh, these two goobers push a skateboard into Sean Astin's way, and he like steps on it, and he falls right into Robin. One of these guys, is a, his character's named Taylor, which I appreciate, uh, but he's played by a guy named Jack Noseworthy. This is the guy Kevin was talking about earlier that theoretically could be a Cult of Splat all-star, but his role in Encino Man is not large enough to earn his Rotten Tomatoes page. No, he has. So he, he will forever be wanting. Yeah. Wah, wah. He has like 10 words. You need more than 10 words. What other movies did you have or do you have that you'd qualify for? Uh, Idle Hands mm. and Event Horizon. Horizon. Um, yeah. And you could throw a fucking Undercover Brother on there. <laughs> <laughs> He's also on Alive. That um, yeah. fucking the eating people movie, right. yeah. But uh, P- Polly Shore tells these guys, he's like, "Hey, man, that's not cool. He could have hurt his pancreas." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you could. I guess, yeah. Link is drawing with ketchup and mustard. He's drawing like stick people. With, with woman's got big boobs. Betty Nugs. Betty Nugs, <laughs> and uh, Ella is just like. Is that your girlfriend back in Estonia, Betty Nugs? <laughs> <laughs> but she's basically just like, you know, don't worry about her because I'm right here and I'll ask that D. So whip it out. <laughs> and Sean asks him at this point, he comes up to Robin and he's like, remember, we've been naked together. And he holds up this photo of them as babies bathing together. And I'm like, A, why do you have that? B, why do you have it out in public? Yeah. <laughs> why are you waving it in her face right now? See, could you be even more creepier? Yeah, seriously. Dave's the worst. And she's just like, put that away. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
Uh, then, but Matt comes up and he like grabs Aston and yanks him onto the ice. Starts, you know, giving him the the Suge Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and Link steps up, and you know, Brandon Fraser's six three, so he's kind of intimidating. But Matt's just like, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Link's like, hey, where's the juice? <laughs> But that's where I got it. That part specifically. <laughs> that makes sense. The map punches Link and he just eats it. And Taylor and and friend are just like, oh, he he took it. Whoa. Oh. They go all Bill and Ted with it. And Robin is just like not impressed by by Matt. She doesn't think that this is cool. And so she takes his class ring and she throws it. Why did he have a rope on it? That was weird to me. I'm guessing because it was too big for her. No, that makes sense. Okay. So the rope like made it smaller. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. seen that before, and I don't remember why. But so they decided they have to teach Link how to defend himself against buttholes like Matt. Their word, not mine. So of course, what do you do? You watch some eighties wrestling. Of actually. course. Um, was this Harley Race? Could you tell? I, I think it was Dino Bravo, actually. Oh, okay. But he's like doing some airplane spin. And so like Link picks up Sean Astin and puts him in an airplane spin. Uh, then they watch some Kung Fu, which they never actually showed what they were watching. It was Kung Fu the show, right? Right. Yeah. But so Sean Astin like holds up a board for Link to break and Link just grabs it and breaks it over Sean Astin's head. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sean Astin makes him like a glass full of egg um, <sighs> yolks to drink like Rocky. And instead Link just eats this, the shells. <laughs> you can get salmonella you're a lawyer that's salmonella <laughs> and they show him some boxing which apparently the only thing he seemed to learn was how to shadow box he just goes like Ugh, like once or twice and that's it that's all he learned from boxing and then he just picks Polly up in an airplane spin again <laughs> my pancreas he's <laughs> like how oh, my pancreas oh that's always fun to sort of like you know bust out and people are like how do you know that's your pancreas? <laughs> I always just think of this this one random episode of uh, Beavis and Butthead, or I think they got in a car wreck or something, and Beavis is like holding his stomach, and he's like, "My liver, my liver." <laughs> Butthead's like, "No lower, dude." So he like covers his crotch. He's like, "Oh, my liver, my liver." <laughs> Next day at school, uh, Taylor and friend are very impressed still by Link being able to take a punch from Matt. Link cooks a frog on a Bunsen burger, Bunsen burger, mm, Bunsen burger with frog legs, Yum. <laughs> Bunsen burner. And then he just eats it like an ice cream cone or something. Yummy. Another Rose McGowan sighting. Like her, her role in this movie, she's in it twice. And both times it's like Link walks by and it kind of pans over to her and another girl and they say something. Something sassy. See, something yeah. of no consequence whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. She did not need to be in this movie at all. No. They say something along the lines of like, mm, I'd eat that with jelly or something. Like that. <laughs> I'd let him butter my biscuits. <laughs> I think she said he is so rude. But rude meaning good? Or yeah. Like a rude boy. I mean, sure. Yeah. I do remember rude being a thing. It wasn't in Aberdeen. And Eden Plot just meant you listen to ska. <laughs> and also black and white checkered became called brood print. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then. 
I mean, I, that's something I discovered when I moved up here uh, that L.A. and and Seattle have different slang. Some of it crosses over, and probably more so now than 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 before. But there was definitely a, a culture shock and like different words being used. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when you moved up here, you discovered ska. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You definitely would have heard more ska in California. I mean, I heard like old ska, mm. like madness. But as far as like, I think the, the, like the nineties ska bands, I don't think they were popular like yet. Two tone and stuff. Yeah. Boss towns. The new wave ska. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We get a montage again. A Second just, montage. A montage showing off how popular Link is getting. Mm. He's also getting very good at Radmobile, this racing game at, at Blades. We see that he's joined a computer club whose president is none other than Data <laughs> from the Goonies. <laughs> Short round. Sean, Sean Astin getting his friends in. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt is just like, why doesn't this happen when Dave hits me? And it's like, because you'd fall down like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't cry. eat it like Link does. But so they go to the California Museum of Anthropology. You know where this is going. They go to an early man exhibit. Uh, the teacher says, you know, if Cro-Magnon man sat next to you on a bus today, you'd never know the difference. And it's like, oh, he's right. Ah. <laughs> they all rode a bus with a caveman today. They have no idea. Link sees some doctors like putting together human bones. And he's kind of like enamored by it. And then all of a sudden he sees the dinosaur bones and he freaks out. And so he runs into the exhibit and he starts trying to build a fire in the exhibit. And Polly Shore is just like, he knows, man. He, he knows what happened to him. Does and he? We, we got to help him. I don't think he knows exactly what yeah. happened. That seems like a little bit of uh, like advanced, like critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure we're there yet. It's been a week since he's been on thought. Right. <laughs> but Polly tells him, you know, we're, we're your new family now. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> your wife? She's super dead. Yeah. <laughs> Way dead. Your parents. Betty Nugs is dead. <laughs> yeah. So the next day he's going to driver's ed. He's got to share a car with Robin. And so Polly and Sean Aston, they're in a different class and they look over and they see him getting in the car and they're just like, Radmobile. <laughs> <laughs> and so they run out and they like jump into the car. Polly's able to get into the passenger seat. Sean Aston dives into the back window. He's like, oh, hey, Robin. Good thing that window is rolled down. Yeah, right. Conveniently. So uh, Link, he's driving like it's Radmobile. He's racing along and he puts it up on two wheels like Mahoney. (laughs) (laughs) It fits. The damn thing fits. Uh, Park the car, butt breath. (laughs) Is that a wig? (laughs) It's a wig. Wig alert. Ladies. (laughs) He just Mahoney's it through the quad. (laughs) Drives out onto the street, still up on two wheels, runs a red light right in front of uh, Aston's mom and sister. And then he's the next time we see him, he's just driving on all fours. Got it down easily somehow. Yeah. But he like skids into the parking spot and you just hear Robin go, congratulations. I think you failed driver's ed. Yeah. Amongst other things. Yeah. Probably committed a litany of crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so Link gets out and he runs into this bar that's right there. And he smelled near tacos. the school. I don't. <laughs> what was it? So he smelled tacos. I assume. <laughs> that, 
That feels racist. <laughs> I don't mean it to be. <laughs> but I mean, tacos do smell good. They do. It does. But I, I feel like Kevin's basing that solely on the clientele in the bar. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> well, I mean, they do all run away when immigration comes. <laughs> Wait, was it immigration? No, it was yeah. actual cops or oh, regular okay. cops. But the bartender's like immigration, and everybody's split. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that in just a second. But Polly steps up to the bar. There's this group of Mexican guys there, and he's like, "You want to be a man?" Essay. Um, and Polly's like, "I'm on my way." And like, opens his shirt. He's like, "Look at my patch, bro." Oh. Like, guy's like, "Oh, muy macho." <laughs> he's like, "You want to be a man? Drink this." He's like, is that tequila? Like, yeah. And he's like, where's the worm? I'm like, I'm looking at the worm. The worm's right there, Ooh. see? He goes, I'm not a worm. I'm a weasel. <laughs> I can't even make that noise without like spitting all over myself. It's, it's a tough one. But then I love the guy just like starts calling him weasel. He's like, you want to be a man, weasel? <laughs> Drink this shot. And so he takes the shot and he's like, ultra, ultra face. <laughs> and everybody's chanting, weasel, weasel, weasel. <laughs> Good chant cadence on this one, Kevin. Yeah, they they nailed this one. Does another shot. They line it up for him to do a third one. And he's just like, wait, do I have to pay for him? (laughs) We see Link dancing out on the dance floor. Uh, As you do. Yeah. This this, Polly's new friend is just like, hey, man, you see that muchacha over there? Don't look at her. (laughs) If I see any man looking at my muchacha, he will no longer be recognized as a man. Ooh. And then, of course, we see Link like looking, going from her feet, moving his entire body up her body all the way till he gets to her head. And then he just like grabs her and carries her away. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see Matt and his two cronies breaking into the school office. They find Link Linkovich's file and realize that he has a dog license. Ooh. He's like, do you know what this means? He's a dog. Mm-hmm. It's not his license. <laughs> Back that at the bar, Rob. What was that? So that guy's going to go far in life. Yeah. We see Robin dancing on the bar. Link drinks an entire bowl of salsa. So I guess maybe there could be tacos if there's salsa. I, I apologize. <laughs> Salsa's in, salsa and chips means tacos. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. In theory. M-O-O-N. Smells of boom. <laughs> M O N spells tacos. What? What? The stand? Oh. Oh, you're yeah. Fucking um, what's his face? Randall Flag? No. The other uh, one? God damn it! God damn it! Marshall's dad. Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Erickson. Marvin Erickson. <laughs> Also, the dude from Coach. <laughs> right. Dauber. And Patrick Starr. Dauber. Dauber, that was his name? Yeah, and Coach. Yeah, so Link drinks the salsa, and he, like, burns his brain, because I guess it must be super hot salsa, but he falls right into a conga line, and I'm like, who the fuck does a conga line not at a wedding? I've never seen one at a wedding. I have. I've Yeah, I've seen them. I've never taken part. The first wedding I ever went to at a conga line, and it was literally like there. I mean, I was probably about six or seven years old, maybe eight. I don't know. Um, and so, in my recollection, there were hundreds of people there. It's probably not accurate, but my like memory, fourteen. Yeah, my memory is that every person at that wedding was in this conga line. 
It was like a game of snake. Just- <laughs> it was. It went around the entire fucking reception hall. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> but so this guy comes up to Link and he says, you know, I said if I saw anyone with my lady, I would kill him. And, and Link, <laughs> Link says the only Spanish he knows El queso es viejo y podrido Donde esta la sanitario <laughs> And this guy's like You're right, S.A. She's not worth it <laughs> So to me That means that when he said El queso es viejo y podrido uh, The cheese is old and moldy This guy took that to mean Her vagina <laughs> <laughs> Right? Am I wrong? I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with going there as well. Yeah, he's like, she's not worth it. And so she slaps him. Then suddenly the cops show up and everyone in the bar runs. And so I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I know why Sean Astin and, and Link and Polly are running. Um, but yeah, why is everyone else running? Is it like Tony said? They think it's immigration? Yeah, the, the, the cops bust in and the bartender says, immigration. Right. I, I swear I heard I just heard him say police. He goes policia, immigration. Oh, I guess I just missed that second part. Say policia, I didn't catch that. But Link is busy hanging from the rafters, and uh, Aston's like, you know, we gotta go. We're gonna get busted. And this cop's like, you are busted. And this guy <laughs> has played a cop in like seventeen different things. I swear to God, I've seen this guy play a cop <laughs> in so many different things. That's all he does. But we see. Uh, Robin and Polly Shore get a ride home from the next king guys who Polly is teaching them his verbiage. They're all talking about, you know, like quit harsh in his gig. His weasel is <laughs> yeah. he's the greasiest weasel. <laughs> weasel or stony is the crustiest vato I've ever witnessed. So don't harsh his gig, buddy. <laughs> And Robin is driving their like low rider with flames painted on it and stuff. But she gets home and Matt is waiting for her at her house. And she's, you know, calls him an asshole and says, I'm not going to prom with you. I want to go with someone cooler and like goes in the house and slams the door. And he's just like, who's cooler than me? Nobody, Matt. Come on. His brother. He's I mean, brother. if you, if, brother's if, a cop. if you ask that, then you're, you're not cool. No. <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah. But so Sean Aston and Link go to jail, and Aston uses his one phone call to call Robin. Kevin, what did we say during summer school? We said so many things during summer school, but he <laughs> is. We said you that. don't use your one phone call to call your crush. Exactly. That should go without saying. And this, you know, goes up on our bad decision meter. Yeah, we should have been doing the bad decision meter for Dave here. Yeah, we should have because everything he does is just a one bad decision after another. But he he uses his one phone call to ask Robin to prom, and she says succinctly, "No, <laughs> just no. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself." But she tells him that she wants to go with Link, and you know, could you could you ask him? And he's like, that, "Do you know how fucked up that is? <laughs> you fuck know, you've been with him like, for twenty I, years." Like, I just asked you, and now you're like, no, but can you ask your friend for me? But let's all remember, Dave sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because his reaction to this is to drive Link out to the desert and just leave him there. Like a fucking dog. Yeah. But he gives him a handful of quarters to play Radmobile, at least. Not to eat or get, you know, anything to drink. Right. 
But he basically, you know, like Harry and the Hendersons him, where he's just like, get out of here. <laughs> Can't you see we don't want you? <laughs> get! And so Link's like starts walking down the street like sad Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> when Polly shows up on his moped and he's like, what are you doing, man? You, you don't bag friends. And Dave is just like, you know, what, what do you care? The only thing you, you care about is nugs, chilling, and grindage. And I'm like, I don't know what any of those are. <laughs> like when I hear nugs, I just think of Tatum who eats chicken nugs. <laughs> chicky, chicky, nug, nugs. Do you watch Tatum? No. Oh, he's a talking dog on Instagram. Oh, he's funny. Neat. So, <laughs> yes, you had to be there. <laughs> Everybody go follow. Hi, this is Tatum. Okay. So, um, Polly says, you know, maybe Matt was right about you all along. Ooh. Ooh. And Dave tackles him and they tussle around on the ground. And Link comes up and pulls him apart. And Dave's just like, you know what? I, I don't know what I was thinking, man. I'm, I'm so sorry. And they like, they hug. And Link is just like, family. <laughs> <laughs> turns into Vin Diesel all of a sudden. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but so Link goes to prom with Robin. Dave doesn't go because he says he's on probation, which doesn't make sense because Link would also be on probation. But Right. It'd both be grounded. Yeah. But Matt breaks into Sean Astin's room and he finds these Polaroids of Link when he was still encrusted in the ice. And his initial reaction is, gotcha. Ha <laughs> Not, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking caveman? <laughs> I probably would have taken the Polaroids down to like where, you know, Dave and Stoney were and just like, dudes, we got to talk. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'd be so confused and not just like, mm, nailed him. <laughs> yeah. Nailed him. But so Lincoln Robin get named prom king and queen or at least she gets named queen and before he can get named king matt interrupts shush <laughs> and robin is like matt will you stop this and he just goes shush i'm like that's that's, that's intimidating yeah. <laughs> go to one there guy yeah. he's like i know the truth about this guy and you you guys want to know it and everyone's like yeah sure all right sure, okay i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's a caveman and everyone just goes whoa <laughs> I'm like, I am so confused right now. Like, I have no idea what's going on. They're party animals. They love cavemen. Yeah. I guess. Um, Fucking party. Caveman. Yeah. Not like, I have questions. Like, or Matt's a liar. Caveman? What does that mean? Like a literal caveman? <laughs> or did he like live in a cave in Estonia? <laughs> right. Is this before or after Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer? Maybe Ooh. around the same time. Your world frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Phil Hartman. All right, uh, good, good old Philly. But so Sean Aston comes in and, uh, you know, Matt punches him. And so Link headbutts Matt. And then once he kind of like regains his composure, what does he do? Puts him in an airplane spin. <laughs> airplane spin. Launches him into the cake, which who had, did you guys have cake at your prom? No. Not that I can recall. Yeah. I went to three proms and zero cakes. Oh, just three proms. Humble brag over here. No, sorry. <laughs> Wait, why did you go to three proms? Were you extra stupid? <laughs> when sophomore junior. Were they all yours? 
in sophomore, junior, and senior years. You did a sophomore prom? No, I went with a senior. Oh, oh look at this guy. Yeah. Tell us more. What was his friends? No, never mind. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but so now it's dance break time. The the band at the prom is Infectious Grooves, and they play the song Feed the Monkey. You've got to feed the monkey. What are they talking about the monkey? What do you think that means? Touch him, love him. (laughs) (laughs) Stroke the monkey. Yeah, Infectious Grooves, by the way, is uh, Suicidal Tendency Frontman's uh, Mike Mike Muir's funk metal side band. (laughs) I knew that dude looked familiar. I was like, that guy I thought wasn't a, a hardcore metal band. Yeah, I legitimately was like, is this suicidal tendencies? Because this doesn't fit. Yeah, and also uh, fucking Robert Trujillo from Metallica is the bassist. Oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> so go check out Infectious Grooves, guys. After oh. prom, Sean Astin gets his wish. He has a pool party. Your cousin likes Infectious Grooves. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> he has a big pool party in his pit. <laughs> it's still just a pit like it's just full of water now it's, it's yeah. also is that rainwater because it was pouring down rain earlier now you just let the hose go for a few days <laughs> dude seriously like unless you have because I, I had a friend who had a pool and like unless you have a built-in pool pool filling system you just fill it up with the water hose and you yeah. let it fill up sure for, yeah for, for days, <laughs> for days. But, this is, but this is a pit it would just be mud. Yeah. It would take so much water to fill that because it's going to turn to mud first. You know what would happen is it would spring a leak and start running down the hill. <laughs> I was looking at... Decimating uh, the houses below. On IMDb, they have the exact like house address for this. And it is kind of like what you're describing, Tony. It's on like the top of a hill and there's like mm-hmm. a neighborhood right underneath it. So if that pool went, it's taking multiple houses out with it. Oh, yeah. We stop calling it a pool. It's a pit. <laughs> Okay. Ah, I fell in it at the pit. <laughs> Pool, pond, pond would be good for you. <laughs> I, like, I like ponds. But Sean Astin finally nuts up and he kisses Robin and then he gets smoochy smoochy and Link shows up and he's just like, <laughs> I want to show you something cool, Robin. My mouth. <laughs> my dick. Yeah. <laughs> show you my uncircumcised caveman dick. <laughs> Wait, Sean Astin has an uncircumcised caveman. Oh, I thought you were talking about Link. (laughs) (laughs) But Polly and Link notice these muddy footprints leading into the house. And so they follow him up to the bathroom and they see the cave woman or the cave nug, as Polly calls her, (laughs) taking a bubble bath. How did she figure that one out? Yeah, that's a good question. This is science adjacent, guys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but so they give her the whole makeover, too. And Polly talks about how she's so greasy. And uh, and then it's the end, buddy. He'll yep. be back. <laughs> yeah. And then we like the credits start and they quickly stop. It's this is before post credits was a thing. They just quickly stop and you see Polly Shore putting on a pair of sunglasses. She says, I'll be back. And there was an Encino woman, but it fucking tanked tank bad yep yep i think they tried to make an encino man tv show too that never got off the ground remember yeah, when I... they made a tv show based on the geico caveman oh, oh god, god i forgot about that <laughs> everybody forgot isn't that, that where nick kroll got his start yep yep 
I don't think I was, was where he got to start, but he was on it. Was All right, so Tony. Yeah. Yes, he was one of the cavemen. <laughs> this is your movie. So tell us why you love it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, it like, again, like the science. It, it's funny because the science is so absurd, first of all. But I mean, like Polly Shore, sure. Like you said in, in that review, it's like it all depends on how much you can tolerate Polly Shore. And I fully understand <laughs> that a lot of people can't. Um, yeah. But, you know, I grew up with Polly Shore. But we know that Kevin can. <laughs> yes. I, can deal I definitely did not put son-in-law on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Vagina with blonde hair. Yeah. And um, Kelly Kapowski is pretty hot in that too. Is she in that? Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't really remember. But Blonde hair. Um, not like a bird. Blonde hair. Steven Tyler PJs. <laughs> Steven Tyler PJs. Uh, this is one of the, again, like I was. Oh, yeah. And the great Hambino was in it too. Oh, yeah. He plays her little brother. Um. Wait, this what? <laughs> if you Google son-in-law cast, you get like Polly Shore, Carly Gugino, Patrick Rana, Tiffany Thiessen, and then at the end it says and Brendan Fraser as Link. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in the yeah. college. He's in one of the college scenes eating a frog, I think. Yeah, he's a non-speaking role. Oh yeah. man, but he gets top billing on Google <laughs> 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 above Adam Goldberg. Ooh. Um, but yeah, no, this is just one of those movies that I always went to when I was a kid. Like, I think it must've been earlier on our show when I was talking to you about this, just you know, those movies when you're homesick from school, just those go-to movies you always watch. This is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, for me, it just, it holds that special place in my heart. Um, and, uh. I, I I think it's hilarious. I think people who don't like this are just being too serious. They need to fucking lighten up. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? I love this movie. Um, yeah, I watched it a ton when I was you know younger. Right when it came out, I think we had it on VHS. So yeah, it was definitely one of the movies I watched a lot when I was sick. And I haven't watched it, and I don't even know how long it's been. All at least 10, 15 years probably. And I still laughed in kind of all the same spots. I laughed at when, uh, when I watched it as a kid and apparently um, Disney plus is talking to Polly Shore, Sean Astin and Brendan Fraser about doing a sequel. Oh really? Yeah. I just it, like that news broke like a month ago. I think you're behind that. I mean, maybe we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how Hocus Pocus two does. Then I'll, <laughs> <laughs> See how, see how I feel about that. Yeah, like, what would the <clears throat> premise be? Caveman, thirty years later, yeah, caveman. Thirty men, thirty years later, yeah. unfrozen caveman lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to Emerald City Comic Con. Is it next weekend? No, two weekends from now. And then in September, I'm going to Rose City Comic Con. Brendan Fraser's being at Emerald City, and Sean Astin is at Rose City. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get them to sign my DVD of uh, Encino Man. Nice, it's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Ask them about Encino Man too. <laughs> Ask them if we can write it. I want to ask Brendan Fraser how much time he spent around a toddler because I'm really curious because he he had those mannerisms so nailed like <laughs> like it's easy you know to act like what you presume a child would act like but he had it so down it was weird like. Like when um 
like when Dave is trying to teach him his name and he's like, Link, Dave, Link, Link. And like, he's like, okay, now I'm Dave, you. And he like, instead of like saying anything, he like tries to put his fingers in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and he like looks over at Stony. It's like, oh my God, that's exactly what a child does. It's like, answer, please. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, you know, Dave. And so Link goes, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Dave. I'm Spinner. Yeah, I'm Spinner. <laughs> do you, Tony, do you feel like growing up in California shaped your thoughts on this movie? Like, do you think if you didn't grow up in California, if you grew up in Seattle or somewhere else, that you would think different of this movie? Not, not really, no, because um, where I lived, wasn't like this. Encino is very different than like the San Gabriel Valley. Um, it's just it's not not like a different culture so much. It's just the the settings are different. I mean, neighborhoods look different. And yeah, like the only place that I even really recognized as being in California was Magic Mountain, which Mega Mountain is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Mega Mountain. Mountain. Actually, was it even Magic Mountain that they went to in the movie? Or was it a different music park? Does in know? the filming locations, it says Magic Mountain. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Um, What's the roller coaster they go on? Anybody know? I don't know. It had like six loops, and the entire time I was watching it earlier today, I was just like, oh, shit, that would make me so sick. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> um, so, no, yeah, no, I don't think that had a lot to do with it. And honestly, when I was a kid, I didn't even know what Encino was. Yeah, like honestly, I please please remember I was nine when this came out. Um, I thought Encino was some kind of like like the Encino period. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. there was the like the Jurassic period and the the Thoracic period and, it's, <laughs> and the Encino period. You know, yeah. I mean, I think and the Manchurian period. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably in my head I thought a similar thing. Um, it, it wasn't until I was older that I realized Encino was a city that yeah. I could never afford to live in. Maybe they should have called it California Man in America, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I presume older people knew what Encino was. Adults. How older people were watching this? True. I mean, yeah, I, I wonder how many, like, 20 or even 30-somethings actually liked, like, Polly Shore or say, Mikey from the Goonies. I don't, I don't think 9- and 10-year-olds were the target audience either. <laughs> no. Well, it was, I mean, as far as like maturity level, it was pretty mundane. It was, was it was PG, PG 13. I mean, it's definitely an R, but no, it's a PG. Okay. PG. Okay. I think nowadays it would probably be PG 13. No, it still wouldn't be an R, but definitely it would be PG 13 if it were to be rated now, I think. Um, But yeah. Kevin, good stuff. Any last thoughts? Watch it. It's three bucks on Amazon or Apple TV or just basically anywhere. Just go watch it again. You can probably buy used on like fucking eBay for five bucks. Probably. <laughs> it's worth owning, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy this movie too. This is a movie you and I have quoted back and forth for years. Mm-hmm. Um, Polly Shore, like, love him or hate him, he's so one note. Yeah, he yeah. is. Like, even in a goofy movie where he's a cartoon, it, that cartoon is still just Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> but he, 
you know, he's very good at that one thing. And it, yeah, I, that review nailed it. That if you like Polly Shore and you, you know, like movies like Biodome or something, then you're going to like this. And if you don't like Polly Shore, then you're probably not going to like this solely because of Polly Shore. <laughs> right. Would, would you classify this as like a 90s stoner movie? No. 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 I think it had more to do with Stoney, maybe. Although, like, he's very ambiguously a stoner. His right. name's Stoney. He talks about Nugs all the time. He's clearly on something. Wait, is that what Nugs are? <laughs> I mean, could be. I guess. I thought Nugs were boobs. I mean, they could be. It's, <laughs> it's all very up in the air. Like I said, he has like seven words in his vocabulary, and he just mixes and matches them as needed. I feel like the 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 director you know whoever basically just said here's your character do oh, that yes absolutely <laughs> oh 100 percent. we're not yeah, gonna they, give you lines just improv it yeah you know you have those those things that you say just say those just say yeah. those funny things that the kids <laughs> like yeah this was Polly being Polly. i did read that the um uh costumer didn't buy any of the costumes she made like all the costumes oh wow and Polly Shore's wardrobe was basically just like Polly Shore's wardrobe turned up to 11. <laughs> I believe that. Or actually uh, br- brought down younger is what she said. Okay. She basically just took Polly Shore's wardrobe and made it younger. I mean, it, I had, I had a, 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 or I have a cousin who was probably about that age around this time. You know, and he wore pink fishnet shirts. Girl, but um, oh. she she dressed like basically like a '90s hippie, so the same kind of style. Um, so that rang very true to me the way she, way he was dressed. So, um, but yeah, uh, um, shit, what was I gonna say? I forgot. I lost it. Good deal. All right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap things up. Uh, anybody have any last words? grindage all right so thank you for listening uh if you enjoyed the show head over to apple podcasts give us five stars tell us uh that you like to wheeze the juice (laughs) tell us about your nugs tell us about your grindage tell us whatever you want just make sure you give us those five stars also tony you got anything you want to plug uh yeah i mean i do the great flat podcast obviously with with this guy over here that show's terrible that's fucking junk um but yeah greatflatpodcast.com and i i also do art you can check me out on skeletonyart.com uh or twitch.tv slash skeletonyart and you can also follow this show on facebook twitter and instagram as cult of splat you can follow me on twitter and instagram as the taylor bartle and you can follow kevin where kevin escoda on twitter and escoda duh on instagram so there you go Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back next week. Until then, see ya. See ya.